When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome back. Guten Tag, everybody. Remember when we used to do that? I remember Guten oh, Tag. Yeah, Guten yeah. sometimes if yeah. it would get too short on time. Hey, everybody, Goots. <laughs> You're listening to the Donna <laughs> and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Let's talk music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Do you guys like the idea of the weekend doing the Super Bowl halftime show in 2021? I think so. I yeah, like I it because I know a few of the songs. <laughs> there you go. You can put her down for a don't care. Uh, he's had like a, hasn't he had a, like so many hits? So like, many hits, so much success. He really does have like an 80s vibe that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. That's I love that I like blinding about. light song. It's so good. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, I like it. It's happening. Where's it happening? In Tampa, I believe. The next yes, one, February that's where the 7th. Yep. What? What's going to happen February 7th? They say the that's, Super Bowl. You think? I don't know if it's going to happen on that date. I think the Super Bowl is going to happen. Um, and he'll do a halftime show without a game? <laughs> he'll do a... <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? He's Well, <laughs> either way, he's going to do it in front of a crowd of... I think some some places have had audience or crowds up to 15,000, but these are in stadiums that normally would seat sixty to oh, okay. 90,000 oh, people. I see. So maybe he'll be performing... In front of a non-capacity crowd. I don't know. And so, can you imagine, like, who gets to go to the Super Bowl, who doesn't? Like, if you're someone who's... Mm-hmm. Do you buy tickets in advance? It's weird. And they, how much are they going to be? <sighs> Supply and demand. It's uh, Yeah, season ticket holders get dibs at some of these. And then different fan bases, I think, get some... I don't know. That's going to be tricky. You're right. Because the, the, the few seats that will be available relative to a normal... Super Bowl, but it's not like at this point. It's not like no fans. Who knows? By February, it could be that they could say no fans, none at all. Which or there could be a lottery. Maybe there's a lottery. Then there's going to be riots, and people are going to be so mad. No, no, no. no. Uh, Sorry, sorry. Why did I put that out there? I don't don't know. know. I'm sorry. That was left hand that That did that. That was lefty. Don't blame me. Lefty. Blowing up all sorts of conversations. Lefty's the party foul. We're talking about Donna's two hands who keep her company at home. Um, the left one, lefty is the one who's the party foul. Everything's going fine. We're having a good conversation. Lefty spills her drink first. Okay. All right. You know what, Lefty? Why don't you go to bed? Donna puts her under a pillow. 
<laughs> do I need to send that to Rocco for a promo, or did you already? No, I didn't. Okay, I'll just do it now. Okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Yeah. It's the beginning of the show. Yeah. Well, self-govern here, Donna. Make it easier on Don and just the say, okay, so something dumb. The story of Lefty is what I'm going to tell you. How about the legend of Lefty? <laughs> oh, boy. Lefty Valentine. I don't know why I see a state shirt coming. Yeah. Save Lefty. <laughs> this is all rooted, if you missed it, in hour one of the podcast that we were uh, t- talking about what Donna uh, revealed to us yesterday, mm-hmm. that she at one point, I mean, I know you're not this lonely, but this is the loneliest thing you've ever shared. Yes. That yes. you separated the wishbone. Usually it's like you and then a cousin or your great aunt or whatever, each get a side of the wishbone and then you split it apart and whoever gets the bigger side gets their wish granted. Donna did that with herself, everyone. She goes, have you ever done that yourself? And Steve and I didn't even know what she meant. You know, the wishbone yourself. The left hand, I'll take, the left hand isn't me. And my right hand is. I and we're like, it. wait a minute, what? Part of your body is not you? Okay, it's uh, kind of like playing chess against yourself, yeah. you know? To, you know? All right, so I'm going to be black. Fake me is going to be white. Yes. <laughs> I don't know first, if that Donna? works. Who goes first? <laughs> Remember, Queen's Gambit. Who goes first? That's right. Uh, white. White goes yes. first. Yes. Oh, man. Are you still watching that, by the way? I am. I have one episode me left. Me, too. I'm so excited. Does it hold up throughout the whole season? Uh, yes. Yes. It's amazing. I like, did you get to the end of the last episode, episode five? with I, Yes. Who was at the door? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, that, sorry, that was Lefty talking. <laughs> yeah, hey, Righty's Lefty, still, Righty's still... trying to do music news. <laughs> okay. That's right, we haven't gotten to any of it, really. Oh, oh no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> can, I just, can I pick, hey, hey, Lefty, yeah, yeah. can I just pick a song that I want to hear from your list? No, you have to talk to Righty about that. All right, Righty, oh. I would like to, if possible, All right. I would like to hear uh, <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Okay. Okay. Favorite time of the year. Yes. I, I work righty's hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now this turned into some creepy yeah, ventriloquist like, situation. Yeah, I'm the puppet for righty. Right, favorite okay. time of the year. This is from her new Christmas album, which I believe came out in September. <laughs> okay. Here it is. Here's the season we've been waiting for. It's okay. That's, that's, that's kind of generic. I don't know. Yes, I'd like it more. I don't like it. Yeah, Shut I up, feel like Lefty. It's <laughs> 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 I feel like I'm watching a Christmas special. Oh, yeah, and that's the worst. Hey, it's a commercial for Target. It's kind commercial of too, for Target, sounds yes. too... Commercial. Commercial. Yeah, which is fine. That's all you get. Okay. My favorite time of year. Lefty. Sorry. Gilly. <laughs> Lefty. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Gilly, did you just put a pencil into your classmate? Gilly. Uh-huh. Gilly. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, how All about right. Mandy Moore? Let's hear some Mandy Moore. Yeah. Because, uh this is us, by the way. I heard got beaten the ratings by Bachelorette last week. Really? Yeah, but it was a big, uh, uh, or maybe it was this week. It was it was a uh, the first Tasha Bachelorette. Oh, sure, that makes sense. Okay. All right. So see if you like this. This one's kind of slow. Okay. 
It's called How Could This Be Christmas? And she's a singer. I know, right? Because that's how she started. That's right. Okay, here comes the big hokey hook hook. Fine. I do too. I like it better than the Carrie Underwood song. It kind of feels Depends like you're at you a piano bar. Yeah, yeah right. And it's the, the jazzy jazz singer. <laughs> it's just you and your left hand. <laughs> you hear alone? No, no, no. Left you, hand is playing a different song. <laughs> <laughs> left hand has the AirPods in, listening to his own music. Boy. Oh gosh, People the adventures that we could create. People just walk into the bar and then walk out because they're like, what? Oh, she's here again. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody sitting here? Uh, we're just leaving. <laughs> Table for one. Uh, oh, gosh. Three. All right, a little bit of Billie Eilish. This is called Therefore I Am. The video is her alone in a her burp in a, a mall, a big mm-hmm. mall, like a Mall of America kind of mall. Yeah. And it's. It, there's a lot of pauses where there's no talking and then it just goes to video. Oh. So I tried to find a place in this called okay. um, Therefore I Am from Billie Eilish. I love it. I like it. Yeah. Do you like it, Steve? Yes. I like the video. This steady camp guy or girl is killing it. It's so good. How about what she's wearing? I like her. She's just like, whatever. Also, uh, reminds me why I love malls. No matter where you are, you feel like you're home when you're in a mall. Yeah, malls just feel the same. I mean, like when the video started where I was watching, there was a justice back there. Yes, yes, yes. Well, then she goes into like an Auntie Anne's pretzel place. She starts stealing stuff. Uh, Lids, of course. I love her sweater. I know, I do too. She's just. She's fun. Do you know, I saw a Billie Eilish uh, action figure at Target. No way! Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big one, but yeah, I was like, whoa. I'm not sure. I think it was probably like 30 bucks or something. That's not bad. Yeah. All right, well, look for that at a Target near you. When we come back, Dawn is going to tell us why she's nervous about this weekend. Mm. We'll have that and some food news, too, coming up next on My Talk 1071. Happy Friday, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, that's me. Steve Patterson, that's him. Dawn McLean, getting a little nervous about the weekend. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Ooh. All right, what's going on, Dawn? Okay, I hope this is going to be yummy. That's what's making me nervous about it. I am doing a couple of my Bake with a Legend classes this weekend, which are with the Great British Bake Off Stars. It's Zoom classes oh, you can yeah. take online. They're an hour and a half. You have to convert everything from grams. Oh, no. And in advance, I have a scale that, you know, a special scale to do all of this. Yeah, um, and I have one some of, of the things are a little different because it's, you know, the great British Bake Off. British people are really into meat pies. <laughs> and so one of the classes I signed up for is for pork pies. It's oh. with a hot water crust 
pastry. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they are essentially little ones, though. They're not just a big pie like an apple pie. Right. It's these mini ones that you put in like a cupcake, you know, pan. Oh, okay. So they're that size. Individual sized. I'm nervous because I've never made a savory meal thing with them. I've only just done desserts, which, I mean, they're all equally... Have levels of difficulty. Sure. Um, but I am not sure if I'm going to like the taste of this. Inside is pork sausage. Mm. Mm. Then I have to get, um, you also get some cornmeal, put that in there. Mm. And also lean bacon, roughly wow. chopped. L- lean bacon? Says, I didn't even know there was a thing. Well, right. I guess I what I was going to do is just get bacon and cut out the fat. Cut oh, off okay. the fat. But then it also says in parentheses, or lardens. With mm. most of the oh. fat removed. Mm, I don't so like I the sound to, of that. I had to look up Lardens. You could find uh, lean bacon. I bet if you went to like a... Von Hansen's? Correct. I'm going to go there t- uh, tomorrow or maybe this afternoon. Yeah. Because I just don't trust myself. I got a package of bacon and it was one of those packs where you're like, oh, you really tricked me because it looked like there wasn't a lot of fat. Right. And then I'm like, I can't use this. So mm. I'm just a little bit nervous that it's not going to be good. Um, oh, Dawn, you got this. But, Let yeah. Steve and I be the judge. Yeah. 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 Cram some pork pie right in our pie holes. Oh, yes. cool. I've never had a pork pie. I haven't either. So I've had like a, a, a pasty. Which is yeah, those are really you know, good. It's like a, it's like a hot pocket. Yep, a hot fancy pocket. hot pocket. Ryan used to make those, Steve. Yeah, that's patsies. A, yep, pasty. pasty. Pasties. Yep. Huh. And then I have another class that is Florentines, and those are um, those are like crisp cookies that have dried fruit in them. I think you'd like like them, Donna, because they have um, they have like orange Fig. peel and um they're they're crispy and then they have chocolate on the outside Ooh. and they have like raisins in them and and dried cranberries love and, it already I'm okay in. i'm gonna bring you some yeah and steve do you want some bring or? it in girl yes yeah, steve okay. you still have beer in my mail put- slot which is going home with me today just take it okay? okay it's you know i i go down to radio once every two weeks you know yeah, it's I just can't not in my normal like walking mailbox. routine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, if you don't come and get your pork pie, I'm taking that home too. <laughs> oh, I don't know boy. if it's safe to bring in a pork pie. I oh. guess I could put it in the fridge and you can heat it up. But yeah, yeah. okay. So up, that's, yeah? How long will okay, this class be done? What'd you say? How long is the class going to be? How long does it last? They're an hour and a half long. Okay. They're about fifty bucks. It's thirty-five pounds. And what's so? It's a really <laughs> not good, not the no, meat yeah, not the sorry, weight of the ingredients. Br- uh, British pounds, <laughs> British money. Uh, and so, what's really neat is that it's a Zoom class. It's and they always pick something that you can bake in an hour and a half. There are people from all over the world. They they go to different kitchens and like they show you and they're like, "How are you doing, Don?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't. It's all falling apart, and I'm a mess. You know, whatever." But then you get the recording of the Zoom after, so you can watch it again. That's fun, and it's that really cool. neat to see yourself. Being a complete disaster on yeah. camera. How long would a turkey pot? Excuse me. A, uh, excuse me. A, uh, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's all, folks. How long does a pork pie take to make from beginning to end? Well, this is going to be an hour and a half. This is but like, do you complete it though, or do they say like, "All right, and good luck when you put it into the oven"? Or, no, or is it like you do it all in the time, and then they oh, always have mercy. while you're cooking, they'll do a secondary recipe. Wow! And I'm making piccalilli, which is oh. like a pickled vegetables type of a oh a little, uh, and you can also do a vegetarian version as well. So I wonder if I'm supposed to do that. Oh no, I gotta go get more. No, ingredients. No, oh, no, God. No. You're gonna. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Oh, no. no, no, no. You're gonna do great. Okay. Here's what you think of it as. Think of it as um, not a chore, but like, oh, this is an extension of the opportunity of the experience. That's is true. I get to go back to the store again. You're gonna be thinking about the experience more. It's like planning a vacation before you go on a vacation. It makes you enjoy the vacation more. There you go. I've had such a good time doing this, and actually, a lot of my talkers have signed up for classes, and so they've the bake with the legend people. We're on a first name basis because they're like, hey, oh. thanks so much. We have this per- cause, because it says in the comments, where did you hear about us? And they're like, Dawn from my talk. And oh, they're like, what? they're like, what's oh, my wow. talk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's I love a it. Talk? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. By the way, we have another uh, Canadian listener who happens to live here. Oh. Shout out to Lucy. Lucy. Oh, hey, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Thanks for listening. By the way, I, I posted my um, how to smoke a turkey video on Instagram. And there was such a, a funny series of comments. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, uh, <laughs> this this guy named <laughs> Lil Lil Juss, who um, who is a black man, and that matters in a moment. He says this in a series of three comments to my turkey video. That thing looks dry as hell. <laughs> Call me for cooking lessons. Next one. Season as if you were black. Next one, and never spray the damn bird. Oh. So I reached out to him and said, DM me your secrets. And he said, done. So Lil Just, I'm not trying to, like, Tommy Topper you here, Don. I know that you have friends <laughs> with the Great British Baking Show. Yeah. But I'm, I'm now buddies with Lil Just, who sent me straight in the world of uh, smoking stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So, but he's putting me, taking me to school, though. Yes. Oh, Steve. What, Donna? You do you, okay, man? I'm going to try it again. Okay. For our shrunken Thanksgiving, smoking a whole turkey shrunken again. Thanksgiving. You're shrunken Thanksgiving? <laughs> because yeah. it's going to be less people. We had to kick a family out. That's all right. Don't worry about it. we got to play a game next. All right. You want to? Mm-hmm. I don't. 651-641-1071. <laughs> it's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Give I us a call, and if you guess correctly on who is going to win today, either Steve... Patterson or myself, Donna Valentine, you're going to win a fabulous prize. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Let us play a little game that we call the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. With a score of 96 for Steve and 73 for Donna Valentine, we are playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day here on the Donna and Steve Show at 10.30 a.m. And we have Robin on the line. Hi, Robin. Rockin' Robin. Hello. Hi, this is a different Robin, I think, isn't it? Or is this Rockin' Robin? Uh, Well, Rockin' Robin works. Okay. Okay. That's a different one. They're all Rockin' Robins to us. (laughs) Robin, where are you calling from today? Lexington, Minnesota. Where is that? that? Oh, I'm glad you guys didn't know either because I said Kentucky? (laughs) Yeah. Where is that No, it's the itty-bitty little two-square-miles tucked in between Circle Pines and Blaine. Oh, Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. What's the population there, Dawn? 2,029. Oh, wow. Not on a map. (laughs) If you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be, Robin? That would be potatoes. Yeah, girl. Make them any way you want. That's great. Absolutely. Okay, now if you win today, you're going to go home with a viewing code for an at-home virtual screening of the film Uncle Frank. Um, It's a Southern family drama with touching and comedic moments. Mm. All right. I look forward to those moments. (laughs) Today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everybody's attention, is junkyards. Movies or TV shows featuring (laughs) junkyards. So, Robin... Comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about junkyards, Donna or Steve? I gotta go with Donna. Rude. Okay. <laughs> She's from Jersey. Jersey. All right, I'm leaving. Bye. Okay. Steve's right, gonna leave now go. so he doesn't hear the answers in advance. Uh, Robin, just be quiet in the background while you uh, Donna answers, and then we'll ask you at the end if you think any of the answers should be different. Got, Got it. it. Yep. Okay, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready, Donna? Mm, sure. Junkyards, movies or TV shows featuring junkyards? Question one. 1993 baseball movie set in 1962. 1993 baseball movie set in 1962. Oh, 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 uh, you're killing me, Smalls. Oh, God, what's the name of it? Oh, God, Robin, I need your help. All right, let's move on. I'll okay, come back to mid-70s it. sitcom featuring the comedian... Sandlot. The okay, Sandlot. Sandlot. Uh, mid-70s sitcom featuring comedian Red Fox as the salvage yard owner. Sanford and Sons. Question three. This droid's origin story involves being found in a junkyard and rebuilt by Wally. Anakin Skull- Wally. Skywalker. Oh, nope. Uh, Wally? This droid. Wally. I don't know what a droid is. I don't know. Okay. Um, oh, man. Okay, Robin, do you know any of the answers or do you want to change those? I I completely agree with the first two and I'm not sure about the last one. Uh, Let me read it again since we had such little time. This droid's origin story involves being found at a junkyard and rebuilt by Anakin Skywalker. Anything? No? R2-D2? <laughs> okay. I don't know. All right, let me put that down unless you want to keep Wally. Wait, I just called Steve back. Okay. Hello. Yeah, keep it. Keep Hi, it. Did you keep it? Okay. Keep it. Oh, keeping an answer, are you, ladies? Yeah, you keep didn't hear what anything. You said did you? or she said? No, I just heard you say keep it, keep it, keep it. Keep, keep it. Donna's answer. Keep Donna's. Okay. All right. Steve, junkyards, yeah. movies or TV shows featuring junkyards. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, here we go. Question one. 1993 baseball movie set in 1962. Pass. 
Question two. Mid-70s sitcom featuring Red Fox as a salvage yard owner. Oh, man. Sanford and Sons. Question three. This droid's origin story involves being found at a junkyard and rebuilt by Anakin Skywalker. Uh, the Phantom Menace. Go to the first one, The Sandlot, I okay. think. Okay. Say it again. Okay. 1993 baseball movie set in 1962. Yeah, The Sandlot. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say... This droid's origin story. The Phantom Menace. Oh, mm. oh now I feel like we should have kept Robin's answer. Okay. <laughs> Let's go over the questions and answers. Okay. Oh, um, Rudd. 1993 baseball movie set in 1962. You both said Sandlot. That's right. Yeah. You both get a point. Mid 70s sitcom featuring comedian Red Fox as a salvage yard owner. Sanford and Son. You both said that. That's correct. Dang it. What was this one? (sighs) All right. Well, I think Robin was probably closer than I am. Okay. (laughs) Let me just make sure I've. Oh, man. Something. This is What's tricky, a droid? They're using Anakin Skywalker, who, by the way, spoiler, Donna, becomes Darth Vader. Okay. No way. This yes, droid's me. origin story. <laughs> so the answer is the droid. This droid's origin story oh, involves being found at a shit. junkyard and rebuilt by Anakin Skywalker. Hey, Don- can I guess now? I, I mean, it's over. All right, you guess. Because I, th- oh, I totally misinterpreted the question. Yeah. My guess is going to be C-3PO. Okay. Um, Donna said mm-hmm. Wally. <laughs> oh, boy. But then Robin said R2-D2. R2-D2. Oh, she's right. And, but then yeah. they kept Donna's answer. Ah. Oh. But the answer is C-3PO. Ah, oh. No, it is. Oh, no. It is. Oh. But you got the points. So we're going no. into the tiebreaker. No. no. Donna, yes. No. Okay, Donna. now are we going to allow Robin to also answer? Yes. yes. Our bone can be in. Yeah, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Our bone. Okay. <laughs> Okay, once again, the the topic is junkyards, movies or TV shows featuring junkyards, but this is actually a song. A song? It's a song. Name the song or the artist? Name, we'll do either one. Oh, no. What song are we hearing here? Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Jim Croce, Bad, Bad, Leroy Brown. Oh, wow. Robin. Oh, Robin. Great. Let's hear it. Yeah. 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 Rock and Robin. Robin Lins. Lins. That's great. Good job, Robin. Oh, you just job, won yourself Robin. that viewing code. Yay. And you won me a point. Thank you. Now, guess who's going to be the talk of the town in the fictional city of Lexington, Minnesota? You will be, Robin. <laughs> fictional. <laughs> okay, Robin. I love listening to you guys. Thank Uh-oh. you so much. Thank, oh, thank you, you, Robin. So much. Congratulations. Okay, Robin. I'm going to put you on hold and we'll get to you in just a second. I'll get your information, okay? Robin knew her, her classic Bye. folk rock there, didn't she? Yes, that's a great song. Yeah. Bad, bad, Leroy what? Ba-doom, ba-doom, meaner than a junkyard dog. Bed. Meaner than a junkyard dog. How come there was no Wally? Yeah. He was in a junkyard, He sure he? was. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Actually, Earth there's a quite junkyard. a few. He could probably do a secondary one just on this topic. There's a uh, famous scene from Turner and Hooch There's a in famous a scene in Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now, now there's there's Monday's segment. Famous junkyard scenes in movies. <laughs> Can I tell you that Rocco <laughs> sent me... An email, and it says, today's trivia answers are Flo from Alice, 
Pudding Pops, <laughs> and Me So Horny by Two Live Crew. He's hilarious. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, wow. What a journey. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I maintain Rocco was the MVP of Project Down and Dirty. Oh, he was hilarious. He really can throw his voice in a bunch of different ways. <laughs> so, and it was just great. He did such a nice job. Everybody did. I thought Holly was hilarious, too. Oh, by the way, remember there was an announcement that we heard about that we can't talk about yet? Yeah, but can we now? I don't know if we can, but all I know is I I recorded something for the announcement yesterday. You did? I did. Oh, you're talking about something else not not having to do with... A viewing of Project Down and Dirty. That is what I'm talking about. Oh, it is. And oh. I recorded something for mm. you. <laughs> Make sure you're listening all weekend long to find out what it is. Mm. Oh man, I'm stressed. What's going on? I don't know. I have a lot I have a lot of stress. Like I get to work, I'm stressed. I go home, I'm stressed. Then I'm crabby. Then I wake up in the morning, I'm super stressed. Like I have a lot of anxiety. Mm. I think it's What I, measures do you take to actively fight against it? I yell at people, imaginary people. I'm just like, yourself. But I no. Let's walk through this. Let's go. I think I'm having, I think I'm having, um, lady of a certain age symptoms. Ow! Like I'm forgetful. I'm irritable. I don't want to be around people. I'm tired. Well, then you've been a lady of a certain age then for at least the last five years I've known. Rude. Sorry. No, but uh, you know, no, it's is there, just new. It's new symptoms. As it's, you look at your life, though, is there maybe room for change in your nighttime routine or in your morning routine? What could allow you to? Because when you have like anxiety and stress, it's usually I feel out of control. It's rooted somewhere in yep. I'm not in control. So how could you change your daily habit or daily routine so that you felt in control again? I feel out of control when my kids are when I have to wake them as the first thing. In the morning. Oh, really? Because then it feels like the whole morning is immediately into work mode of getting them get breakfast situated, make sure bags are packed and getting them out the door for school. Whereas if I wake up even a half hour before them, then I feel like I'm in control. I'm being productive already. I'm able to. I think I need to get up earlier. And getting rid of the dog. go to bed early. But I do go to bed early, Steve. I mean, I've been going to bed at like nine. Oh, whoa. So it's not that because I wake up and then I, I feel my inside shaking again. What were you Boy, about we're to say about the dog? We're just playing with the self-diagnosis book right now. Um, the dog, he's just a lot. He's just mm-hmm. this lumbering guy. He wants Nuisance. to be where I am all the time. And he's he's the size of a of a, of a small, small human. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You it's went cow. Yeah, he's like a miniature horse, and he wants to be with me all the time. So if I go sit down to get mm. away from him, he comes and sits right next to me. If mm. I get on the bed, he gets on the bed. If I go into the bathroom, he's mm. sitting like right at the bathroom door. Mm. It's a lot. Yeah. So I got rid of him, and I'm. What are you talking? Wait, about? wait, wait! My you dog. Complete yeah. that. You didn't permanently get rid of no, him. No, sorry. If you're just but joining us, why? Well, I just joined. Yeah, I took a, you scared dog. I, I dropped him off for a play date with some friends who work from home, oh. and they have a dog. And it's been snowy and rainy, and so he hasn't gotten any exercise. So he's all underfoot. 
Anyway, sorry. Way to make this about me. Can I tell you about what I'm doing? And by the way, I know that half of the listeners will probably tell me I'm a bad dog owner when I tell you about what I'm doing. But I think it would be classified under tipsy. And then if anyone has any good tips for me, I'd like to share that. So I'll let you know the the thing that we're trying with a a puppy right now. And we'll get into a couple other tips, including uh, the pecan, 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 debate, pecan, pecan. The debate rages on after a study came out. We'll get into that if we can. That all next in the tipsy segment on Donna and Steve. Good morning, welcome back. Thank Everybody. you for listening, Donna and Steve on my talk one of seven one everything entertainment. You got you're back at that now, huh? Morning everybody. Good morning everybody. Morning everybody. Morning everybody. It feels like much right. more of a, a Monday morning thing today. Does it? You know? Time yeah, for you a know. Tip. Oh yeah, okay. Let's everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Doesn't feel like a Monday thing, beginning of the week. Morning, everybody. <laughs> All right, let's make it a productive week, okay? Oh, my gosh. You're funny. Mm. Okay, let's get productive. Yeah, woo! Here's something. Now, again, I don't, I don't, I haven't been in a dog community long enough. And the last time I was with my now dead fat pug, Boo. Oh, Boo. Oh, that um, thing is so cute. So you cute. sent a picture, and I'm like, God, he really that does thing, look like Jabba. Jabba the Hutt, right? Sitting up really, yeah. really chunky. And I don't know if you got a view of, of her undercarriage there, but yes. it's tough to distinguish nipples and skin tags. And no one knew <laughs> by the end of it all. Who can relate? You know what I mean? Anyway, we are uh we just got an invisible fence put in recently. Oh, oh you so, did. Yeah, so oh, wow. I'm sure some dog owners probably hate them and say that you're being cruel to your dogs and yeah. other people probably love them. Um I always say it would be more cruel for me to let the dog run out and get run over by a car. So I'm just going to use the invisible fence for now. Here have you ever had one of these, Donna? No. I mean there's okay. one in my yard, but I don't think it's activated. My oh. sister has one. Oh, she does? Mm-hmm. So I've, uh, there are a couple of folks on the block who have them. So we got like pointed in, you know, what direction we should go. Anyway, so here's what, what happens. How you have to train it. Like a dog just, it's not like a one and done. They place flags in your yard that you can eventually take down, but they'll put flags in your yard. And then the flags will essentially, um, they denote where the area is. And then you take the dog on a leash over toward the flag, and you have it on its lowest setting, okay? Mm-hmm. They would describe it as a tickle, not uh, the opposite end of the spectrum, which is x-ray. <laughs> you know, you don't want to see that. So then you take the dog over there, and then they hear a beep on the collar and feel some level of a vibration on their collar. And then what you're trying to get them to train to do, which is why you have to have them on a leash, is pull them back. You want their instinct to be to come back whenever they do that, because it would be a natural instinct for them to maybe run the other direction right through where the invisible fence is. Yeah. So you have to do that. Then they also say like you have to like hit the flag afterward as well so that they understand, okay, that flag, the thing that is now wagging back and forth, being near that caused the beeping sound and the vibration. And then as time goes on, as they get more and more trained to this, you take out every other flag a couple of weeks later. And then every other flag a week later. Oh my God, this so, sounds like so much work. It, I, I, well, it is. I mean, it's not just like, oh, you have an invisible fence. And then if they go near it, they'll get zapped so bad that they'll never want to do that again. Because what you also don't want to do is develop what they call a porch puppy, which is a dog that is so fearful 
of the invisible fence no. that they then just stay up on the porch. You want them to enjoy your yard. Now, the bummer is the snow hasn't exactly helped our, our case. No. Um, but anyway, we're trying this. But the dog seems to have really, really figured it out and is... To, but maybe almost too much where he sees the flags and I'm like trying to walk him over and he's like all four trying to back up, put the paw brakes on, don't bring me over there. But he's backing up. But of course, as it always goes, I'm talking to my neighbor who said over the weekend before the snow, how's the invisible fence thing going? Good, really good. He seems to be taken to it. I don't know why he's taken to it so quickly, but he is, blah, blah, blah. Neighbor's dog then comes out, and of course, there goes Rex bolting oh, right through no. the invisible fence. And you know, once you get a certain amount of feet past the invisible fence, you can choose the perimeter of the... It can be one feet, it can be two feet, three feet, four feet, whatever you want, on both sides of the fence is yeah. where they would find that. So if they run through it, once they're three feet past it, no more sensation, all is well, and now they're living the good life. So... We're in the middle of that. So if anyone's done an invisible fence thing and had like a hack that has worked, my dog just seems to be very resistant toward the flags, which is in some ways good. Um, But in some ways, I don't want him like putting on the brakes all the time whenever we just try to walk him near it. Because they say you're supposed to do it like 15 times or 30 times a day of walking them over. But anytime I do it and try to get him near there, he's like, I know what's going on here. So maybe it means he learned quick. Here, I have to tell you something that happened to me. I When I was home for, I think I was home for... Uh, I don't know, just a visit. And I was at a friend's house in New Jersey and she has a really big Rhodesian uh, Ridgeback, Mm -hmm. I think it's called. Beautiful dog, Larry. So (laughs) I go to take Larry for a walk. Larry. I put him on the leash. I don't know that he has a collar on. Yeah, right. Walked him through the invisible fence. He starts screeching. And then... My friend Mary, 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 comes out and she's like, oh, no, we got to take the collar off. I'm like, OK, I don't know anything about any collar and any invisible fence. Nobody yeah. told me they didn't take the collar off. So right. now I go to walk, Larry. This video is on my Twitter, by the way, if uh, you look into my media. I go to take him for a walk. He will not move. Oh, He's no. on the sidewalk. laying down he will not move because he's Mm. traumatized Mm -hmm. by what just happened to him and he thinks if he goes anywhere he's gonna get that bad feeling yeah it's just a tricky thing well you know what they say for taking them on walks it's another thing that you do have to train in that you have to teach them where the quote-unquote door is so that means that you take them to the door, let's say the bottom of the driveway, mm-hmm. and they suggest dogs love routine, right? That's how they learn the best is when I go here, this happens. When I do this, this happens. Take them to that part of the driveway, take the collar off there, and then walk them through on a leash. Oh, I see. And then they understand when I go here only with the owner and only when they take that thing off of my neck, then I walk through and there is no sensation. It's Boy, the door, the invisible in- door. That you're creating. The reason why I want it, Donna, is by the way, fences are like 10 grand. Fences are very expensive. Yeah, they are. And in most places, like with homeowners, you can't do fences in your front yard anyway, and not that you would want to. So, what we would like is to be able to let the dog out to go to the bathroom without having to stand out there with him. And then eventually, it's just fun for playing with him in the backyard as well, so that he can run around without him chasing a coyote or something. He got into those thorny things a few weeks ago that we had to pull out of his fur. Yeah, those are fun. Um, Anybody, uh, so we're trying. We're hopefully pro- more progress to come.
Um, my sister had one, and her, not to discourage you, this isn't a great story, but um, she had a couple of chocolate labs, one that would bust through that thing all the time, and I turned it up to the maximum, and it still would just run through and go, and do like this kick out with its legs. Mm. And then, yeah, like I'm going to power through it. And it, its main goal it was just obsessed with going across the street to the high school because mm. the kids would let him in. Let her in every morning, oh and God. she would run around in there, and they're like, "Hey, hey!" Wow. Oh my god! And then one day, there's a pond outside the high school that had oh, no. ducks in it. Oh no! She oh. gifted the oh, sorry, high ducks. school. Oh, Dawn. On the front porch, oh, right? Man. The front door. Oh god! I'm sure people have lots of opinions. All the phone yeah, lines are. Shoot me an email. Well, yeah, phone lines send, are blowing up. Why don't you send an email to send Steve? an email yeah. to tweet me, Instagram, yeah. whatever. Yeah. All right. When we come back, Dawn, I have an idea for your next forced movie review. Oh. And Steve, I have a couple of movie ideas for you for this awesome. weekend that I think you're going to like. Coming up next.